Are you ready, Jean? Mm-hmm. Ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Shtaim. Yeah! Hey, yeah, yeah! Hey. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? I wore my shirt today to represent. I'm a cool mom. Um, but she she was a computer programmer, like a really smart one, like um, girl with a dragon tattoo smart. Uh, but then she got sick of Berlin and she moved to L.A. and she completely lost her German accent. That's how good she speaks English. <laughs> Does every single one of your wigs have a backstory? Yeah, that's the whole point. Amazing. Nadav, <laughs> is that you put on the wig and you're no longer a mom in quarantine you're a whole alter ego and I have a whole backstory and a whole new life. I put the wig on and I'm I'm just in a world of pure imagination. Come with me and you'll be a different person. I pretend that I'm somebody without children. No, it's it's really for fun. So this wig, if you like what you see, this is not any kind of endorsement. Nobody's paying me for this, although they should because I have bought so many wigs online. I can, I'm a troubled individual. I bought, um, okay, so I wore one on your, on your mom's house, that pink one. That's by Bellissima, and I believe, and that's on Amazon. That was cheap, cheap, cheap. And then um, this girl, she's a Raquel Welch lady Raquel Welch believe it or not that old ass movie star gorgeous woman makes these wigs and they're so good um you don't have to like clip them in I don't have to mess with the the lacing on any of them yeah look it up Raquel Welch wigs you can buy them I think wigs.com has them and like okay look at these some of them are way mom like I'm not gonna lie some of them are way too mom um they're for older ladies I'm not gonna lie like that one would be it's called, here's my favorite. I don't know who gets to name wigs, but it's a great gig. Ready for Takeoff is the name of this little jammer. Oh, here's Ready for Takeoff in gray. In case you wanted to continue being gray, why why buy a wig if you're not going to have a fun color? Isn't that the whole point to cover the gray? And wait, click on, I'll tell you the ones I bought. Okay, my purple lady's on here somewhere, but um, wait, go look at Raquel. There she is, second to left. Yeah, click on her. I think I bought her. Editor's pick. Oh, this is just the signature Raquel Welch. I mean, they're really good. They're actually really, really good. I will endorse this brand. Now, here's the deal. Keep scrolling up because I, the one I bought too. <laughs> oh, is that her on the far left? I think I bought that one. Yeah, is that her? There's, a, there's one wig called Longing for Long. And I got that one. That's not done. This one's called Always. And there's so many different shades. But like I said, like they're not all winners. Um, but the ones that are, damn, they win. 
This one's called Salsa. Salsa. Yes. Look how much fun she's having. She's not in a quarantine. She's not uh, cleaning water off of everything all day. Well, they have YouTube tutorials over here. Of course they do. Here she is. Well, you're going to play the audio? Layered cut that gives you the option of styling your hair smooth and chic <laughs> or fun and voluminous. Ooh, Salsa fun is a wavy style with yeah. wispy bangs and built-in oh. volume right at the root. The layering around the face flatters most everyone. Yep. This average size synthetic See, wig it's a good is cap. a capless construction, yeah. which makes it lightweight, cool, and comfortable to wear all day. All right, that's it's enough. It's also that's the enough. most affordable cap. Okay, so here's the deal. Wigs run anywhere from like, you could spend $7,000 on a wig. If they're human hair, if they're, you know, specifically made for you and this and that. They can also be like $30 on Amazon. Hers are around 200 bucks. They're on sale right now because no one's buying anything because, well, you know, because the world ended. But um, not a bad deal. And they, they're for sure good. Just so you know, they're for sure good. Um, okay, so this is my identity today. I'm Sabine. And I'm super smart. <laughs> um, uh, I remember things. Uh, so here we go. So I have an update from last week. First of all, my son Ellis, my four-year-old, it's so adorable. He's become obsessed with mom. I love it. I love it. I love it. I guess he's in that phase where um, at four years old, apparently the child falls in love with the opposite sex parent falls it's like your their first crush and then they're supposed to resolve that by the end of the fourth year because they figure out that mom is in fact married uh to a big bearded bear that sleeps next to her every night and you know that he can't marry me and that's good because then he knows he needs a mom deep down inside he and the crush is resolved it's a very normal developmental stage and i love it so much uh, that he's so into mom and we have this sweet little thing going and I decided to try Chris's good morning because on the last episode we learned that Chris's mother would sing to him in the morning. Chris, will you please sing that sweet good morning song for us? Go ahead. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. We're all in our places with bright shiny faces. Oof sweet did you feel loved when your mother did that i was very annoyed when my mother did that <laughs> now see i didn't realize that was the point was to kind of annoy you right yeah it's a wake up technique it's typically <laughs> gonna anger the child into waking up <laughs> now it's uh it's interesting you say that so i tried the good morning song method on my own son ellis and Here's what happened. I just recorded some audio for you guys. This is me going into his bedroom 6.30 in the morning a few days ago. Good morning to Alice. Stop singing! With shining faces. Stop singing, Mama! We're all in our... Stop it! I love you. Stop it! You're my son. Stop it! I love you. That is mom. I don't like your singing. I don't your singing. <laughs> Good morning. I thought I'd try more. Stop it, mommy. No. No. You don't like my singing, Ellis? No. <laughs> okay. Well, how would you like me to wake? How would you like me to wake you up in the morning? Good morning, mom. Okay. I love you. I love you too. 
Oh. I love you, Alice. <laughs> You're sweet. <laughs> I thought I'd go back for a last attempt. Like, I thought I'd want him over and maybe he'll, like, tolerate. And then he didn't. Right, like maybe he'd change his mind yeah. or something. Maybe, maybe if he let, let him marinate a little, you know? But he stayed pretty consistent throughout. Yeah, I fucking hated it. <laughs> uh, so there was my attempt at... Uh, Loving him. He did not like that. He did not like the singing. But uh, I really do enjoy this whole mom obsession phase. Um, it's so sweet. And the younger baby also pushes my husband away when he tries to kiss Julian. He's like, no, mama. And I love it. I love it so much because really it it vindicates the first you know, all the suffering that went into making those boys, my, my body's destroyed and, you know, labor and breastfeeding and I'm the one that gets up in the middle of the night and now it's all come full circle and they reject their dad. And I really, I really do like that. But I did hear that around five or six, they start to go, they get into dad and then they stay, you know, try to emulate his behavior, which is bullshit. Um, but I do, I love... <laughs> Yeah, but for now, I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and Ellis is a little badass dude. Like, I, he's a little spitfire. And I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but I encourage that shit. I'm like, you fucking go. Like, I, the other day he was racing with, with uh, Tommy. They were running and he lost and he got really mad. And I was like, don't you fucking get mad. You get even, bro. I'm like, what are we going to do? How are we going to win this next fucking race, kid? You know, I was like, don't you dare. Don't you fucking cry. And I was like, what are you going to do, bro? You're going to train harder. You're going to get faster. And you're going to beat that turkey. And he's like, I'm going to drink lemonade and get stronger. I'm like, yeah, you fucking drink lemonade. And then he beat Tom. And it was like, you see, that's a lesson. That's called parenting. And I don't know if that's right that I encourage him to be kind of a wildcat. But I feel like that's his nature. And I, uh, why am I going to squelch that? You know, I don't want him to grow up and be some weenie. I want him to be a fucking hellion. I want him to be like a skater. I think, is it too early to give him a skateboard? Is four too I worry because he's not like a regular mom. No, I'm a cool mom. I'm cool AF moms. I want him to have a skateboard. I want him to be like one of those kids that's, that you see like hanging out on steps and police are like, don't do that. Because how cool is Tony Hawk? Hello. Lizzie Armanto, cool as S, the Beastie Boys, they love that whole culture. Like, I want him to be cool. Cool like that. Now, uh, Chris, you skateboarded, right? Did your mom give you a skateboard? How'd you get into it? Uh, no, my dad was more of the influence when it come to, came to skateboarding. Because he, he start- used to skateboard a lot when he was younger. I think he said he used to skateboard with one of the pro skaters. What? lived down here. But then he joined the military and, yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Think, That's what I want for my son. I think it was Bucky Lassick. Bucky, Bucky Lassick. Yeah. I think who he used to skateboard you just with. Skate with him? That's yeah. dope. That's, That's what I want. I want my kid to hang out with like fucking crazy skateboarders. So did you, were you good at it? No, I sucked. Yeah. <laughs> did you get hurt? I got hurt pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What happened? Um, one time, so there's a very popular game out called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yes. And in one of the games, you can grab onto the back of cars to pick up speed. Uh-uh. And so my friends thought it would be a cool idea because we couldn't drive. 
um, we thought it'd be a cool idea to use his bike, and then I would grab on the back of his bike to pick yeah. up speed. I've seen kids do that one. But um, when I tried it, my board kept hitting the wheel, and so I was like, oh, I'm too close to the wheel. So we're like, let's attach a string to the bike, and I'll hold on to the string. <laughs> and then I, re- I kept losing grip on the string, so then uh, we decided to tie the string to my hand. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then yeah. I quickly realized, oh, that's going to like that's... dig right into my hand. And so we're like, oh, let's just get a glove. And so I put a glove on. <laughs> it gets dumber and dumber. Your idea escalates into more and more stupidity. Yeah. 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 Um, it's good. And so that worked. It was it, it provided enough padding so that it didn't cut off circulation in my fingers. Okay. But what I realized is once we started to get going is that <laughs> I was now locked to his bike. Yeah. Um, and so when I lost my balance inevitably, <laughs> um, I kept going when the board didn't. And so, <laughs> I dragged, he dragged me along the, uh, the behind his bike like a <gasps> rag doll for about like 20 feet. Oh <laughs> my. Our other friend started screaming, stop. Oh my God. And what kind of injuries? I actually wasn't too bad. Uh, I just oh. had a couple of scraped knees and See? elbow. That's when I did tell my parents that um, I need to get elbow pads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you. You're so responsible. <laughs> my kid would be like, I'm fine. I don't need fucking elbow pads. I'm good. That's so, see, so that's fine. See, that's what I'm saying. But it made you fearless and reckless and you got to brew recklessness into children. You know, I don't want them to be this uh, Gen Y weenie, you know, scared of everything. That's that's so gross. No? Radio silence. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. Well, I mean, look, I'm a Gen Xer, man. We were latchkey kids. We were unsupervised. And you figured that shit out. You fell. You scraped your knees. Guess what? You you picked the rocks out of your scab on your own, out of the wound. You clean the wound by yourself, and you patch yourself up, and you get back out on the field, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm too tough, but... <laughs> Anyway, oh, I'm, a, I'm giving him a skateboard. He's going to become a skater. I just feel like it's his nature to be kind of crazy and reckless, and I like that. I'm going to foster it. I think it's a good idea. He's going to be so building too. lots of character at a young age. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. That's nothing less attractive. I mean, sorry, nothing more unattractive than a, um, a man who's afraid of stuff, you know? I just, I think it's so gross. I don't like that shit. I don't. I think it's disgusting when you do Men who man. have fear? Ugh. Oh, it's the worst. Or Unnatural like, human emotion. Ugh. It's, or feelings when they cry about stuff. I'm like, what are you crying about, sissy? God. You ever see fucking Joe Rogan cry? Yeah, shut the oh. fuck up and go make some money, you idiot. Eggs. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Nadav. You get it. I'm just saying... I like the way my husband was raised, and he was raised by Top Dog, who's was an old, you know, American alpha. Went to Vietnam. My husband has feelings, and he's not afraid. You know, what I mean, like if there's a spider in the house, it's Dad's job. Make Dad do it. If there's a noise in the house, Dad grabs the baseball bat and runs down. But you don't want a guy that's not going to defend you and your offspring. It's so fucking gross. Anyways. <sighs> <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to bring this one up. Oh my God! As in, uh, pure, true to form, the Kardashians, who I am endlessly obsessed with, uh, from time. No, actually, not. That's not true. I don't watch their show because I can't even watch how they talk. Because they're like, honestly, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so, vocal fry and yeah. upspeak and all that stuff. It's painful. <laughs> it's so painful. They sound so dumb. 
But I saw this one. This one's amazing. They got, I guess, Khloe Kardashian came under some heat for being tone deaf is what they say now when people don't read the room and they post things that offend scores of people. I could probably get in trouble myself for being tone deaf. <laughs> so I, uh, I relate to this one. So she teepeed her sister's house as a prank for some reason, um, which would have been fine, except we're in a time where people can't even find toilet paper to wipe their asses with. And this dummy is like, oh, it's hilarious. Like, okay, we'll do it, but don't post it on social media, dipshit. Like, there's a, there's a limit. It's like, it's so, it's so bizarro to me that uh, certain people just flaunt their wealth all the time <laughs> like, do you... i don't even know if this is a flaunt though it's not intentionally but it's so unconsciously a flaunt like they post them shit like they post their fancy cars and their houses and da 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 and you're like don't you think that makes people kind of resent you a little bit this this would make me this makes me resent them more like ugh. yeah um no, definitely. And uh, Chris actually just had a really good point. Chris has lots of good points. He's, he's so smart here. He's Chris, so much smarter than we are. Chris, why do you work here? You're way smarter <laughs> than us. You're too smart. Uh, isn't Chloe in like her 30s? Why is she teeping houses? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> that thought didn't even occur to me. So I'm like, oh yeah. That is kind of stupid. Because I... I don't do it either because I think it's just such, it's so wasteful to TP something. I find it, frankly, a waste of resources. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that better not be Kirkland toilet paper. <laughs> that is but, like, we're hi. literally on our last roll and I'm sweating bullets. I think I'm going to start having a secret stash here that I bring from home. I think you should if it means that much. I mean, it does. <laughs> it's like, it's just. It is, you're right, it is a dumb thing to do. Like, oh, it teepeed your house. Well, so what? Her housekeeper is just going to take it down. It's not like the sister's going to do the work anyways, you know? Yeah. You're like, making your staff's life harder, dickhead. Like, yeah, like, like when was the last time you're an asshole. you egged a car or right. teepeed a house? You're destroying property. About, I know. I, th I, think, I think ninth grade was the last time I did that. <laughs> Maybe tenth grade. Especially when you become an adult and you know the value of a dollar because you know how hard it is to make money. Yeah. And then you're like, why are you destroying someone else's shit, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. If you see a penny, oh. you pick it up. Oh. Because if you don't pick up a cent, you ain't worth a cent. Oh, oh where'd you learn that from? Um, that's, is that P. Diddy or is that your No, dad? that's that's taught to us at a young age. Uh, most Jews learn that. Oh, I like your Jewish wisdom. Mm. I like what the Jews know. Yeah, it's really burned in. I think it's common sense advice. It's very good advice. Yeah, the Kardashians. It's so, it, I'll tell you, and I know, I know this is not politically correct, and I know I'm going to get in trouble. I don't care. But these Kardashian girls, I got to tell you, I grew up with chicks way hotter than them. I did. I grew up in the Valley with, like, models. You know what I'm saying? This girl in my 10th grade class had a modeling contract with a swimsuit company, and she was hot. These Kardashian chicks are fucking mall hot, you know? <laughs> they just got a lot of makeup on. There's a lot of makeup on those faces. I saw a picture of the youngest one. Was it Kylie? The paparazzi caught her just coming out of her car without anything on. And you're like, oh, yeah, she looks like a normal girl. But this makeup, man, they really perfected this uh, contouring and the, the whore lining around the lips. <laughs> Holy shit. 
that's usually a sign of mental illness when you line the lip around it, but they turned it into an empire. So, you know, hey man, I ain't hating, I'm just pointing out. So there's a Kardashian update. Um, just a personal update for you guys. I have been so I've been shopping online a lot. Like in case you can't tell with the wig, but I think it's to a I figured out too, it's kind of like I've been I'll tell you what I've been buying, because the gap had a forty percent off sale for the all their clothes. So I got the gap. I've been buying sweaters off of Etsy from the 80s. I've been buying, um, well, I'll tell you in a minute, about, oh, tick cups for Josh. I bought, <laughs> I bought, I'm, I'm, I mean, this is the medical grade, medical grade pump. I had to buy it, like, from overseas, like a European company. Like, apparently, can you Google Norm's tick cups so that the audience, if they don't know what I'm referring to. So on your mom's house podcast, um, we uncovered the the beauty that is Norm Summerton, this man from Calgary who puts these devices on his male, he's a man, his male breasts, and then he pumps them <laughs> to look like women's breasts and they it works. Like, can, can we pull up a, a photo of Norm really quick or just Google? Like, dude, his tits are like full D cups. And I think it's because he's been doing it aggressively for years and years. And so we had this idea of why not make Josh Potter wearing right their his pig tits. I mean, look at those tits. He's got he's got jammers like mine. I mean, that's what they look like after you breastfeed. That's wow. So I ordered Josh's tick cups. And I'm so excited about this whole idea of getting him to do a medical grade pump. And you know when you order a package. I don't know if you guys do this, but this is how pathetic. This is like the one spark of joy in my life. I like, I check the delivery updates every day. Like, where is it now? Is it still in, you know, Europe? Is it coming? How far is it? What time will it be delivered? Like I'd start tracking packages and then I get the uh, the zing, the joy when the package shows up for like 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> and then it's, it's a cycle. It's an addictive cycle of temporary joy. But I can't wait to see him in his tick cups. Um, we put a shirt on the dog this week. That was a lot of fun. And I fucking blew my diet big time. I was doing really well. And then I, you know, once that PMS kicks in, I just eat the world. I've been eating chocolate chip cookies like a maniac. If anybody has any good PMS recipes, email them where my mom's at at gmail.com so that I don't eat. Um, chocolate chip cookies or leave me a voicemail um yeah what have you been eating this week nadav how's your eating what have i been eating let's <laughs> see well we have it's at the at the studio we pretty much alternate between in and out <laughs> oh that's so good wing stop <laughs> and this uh this middle eastern place yeah middle eastern's not too filthy that'll that's yeah. okay and then when i go home yeah <laughs> i get let's talk about that much the same shit you know it's just i get some jack in the crack <laughs> i get what else i get some panda express just garbage christina just you garbage. eat garbage alone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah this isn't just a show for you guys in the yeah. studio no it's, i know <laughs> it's, i live that life yeah i mean growing up i had a really overweight friend and it's funny because when i was with her she never ate I'm like, how is she so large? She's not eating anything. But then you realize it's really the alone eating that we all do that keeps us fat. Like, 
I don't eat in front of people in my house either. I wait until people are gone, and then I'm like, you know, I shovel it in. You don't want an audience for that shit. There's been so many times. I mean, thankfully, I I haven't done this in a really long time. But like, I I I lay down in bed. I'm tired. I'm getting. I'm literally getting ready to sleep, (laughs) and then uh, just a thought pops in my head. I'm like, I wonder how the how the drive-through people at Jack in the Box are doing. And then I just quick, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go say hi. And then I just throw some pants on and I go through the joke. Go say hi. <laughs> That's code for, yeah. Just to get some Jack it. in the Box. Yeah. What are you, but I haven't had Jack in the Box since the 90s. What mm-hmm. are you ordering at Jack in the Box? Um, I mean, back, because back, that was like when I worked the night shift, mm-hmm. that was like my go-to spot because there's one like by my place. And so. And they're I, open late. Yeah, is, they're, they're open yeah. 24 hours. Oh, or shit. At least the ones that I would go to. And so it would be just, uh. I'd go in, Jesus, what would be my meal? Yeah, like, what's your jam? Oh, it'd I, I, be people, a lot, too. It'd people be like those talks. Because, like, what I do, because, like, I mean, when I'm working, I could pretty much forget to eat, which is kind of like wow. your fat friend from school, which is, like, you you could, like, not see me eat. Like, I eat half meals. Like, I just don't have an appetite when I'm, like, zoned in. Yeah. Uh, but then once I'm zoned out, it's just like, ooh, <laughs> let's catch up on everything we missed. So <laughs> I'd go, I'd get, okay, so I'd, I'd get four tacos, oh. a junior bacon cheese. Okay, wait, wait, four talks. So these are the talks that have American cheese on them, right? Yeah, and not real meat. It's like soy meat. Uh, what? They're technically kosher. I remember that. Wait, it's not. is it known that it's not real meat? I don't know if it's known, but uh, I think I've seen it confirmed multiple times. Oh, my God. But yeah, it's not real meat in the tacos. Um, and then uh, what else? I'd get a junior bacon cheese. Okay. Uh, I'd get uh, what? some egg rolls because like, oh, wow. yeah, why not? It's disgusting. And then something else fried. Jalapeno poppers. Oh, my God. And then what time do you wake up with diarrhea? Oh, well, my body knows how to process that stuff. So it's just <laughs> I, I take immaculate dumps. Like, it's only once I try and get healthy does the diarrhea come. Because <laughs> my body's not used to You're all the nutrients. You're so used to the crap. I think those poppers would destroy me. Like, the combination uh, yeah, of egg rolls yeah. Oof, that's so dirty. No, yeah, it's like <laughs> I wouldn't feel good about myself afterwards, but yeah. I would do it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I inhaled um, five chocolate chip cookies. Like I made them in the oven, and then I inhaled them so fast. Like you know when you're you're like I'm fine, I'm not hungry, I'm not into this, and then you just inhale them, and you're like oh shit, like you surprise yourself. You're almost in a another dimension when you eat. No, like, yeah, Oof. it's like you start reasoning with yourself where you're just like look <laughs> i just made a batch of chocolate chip cookies i'm not gonna have one that's completely fresh out of the oven so then you have one yeah and then it just starts snowballing into like so what i'm just gonna leave four cookies yeah. for tomorrow no i'm gonna eat them now <laughs> well because i like them hot i don't like them cooled down right i want them hot yeah you need fresh cookies <laughs> or throw them in the trash because once they're not fresh who the fuck e- who needs that fucking stuff? eats them yeah. yeah fuck that fuck that also, I have to taste the macaroni and cheese I make for my children every day to make sure they're not po- it's not poisoned. Right. So then that's like, you know, a cup of But you're of the one making it. So <laughs> well, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Tom could have come by and poisoned the children. I have to make sure. <laughs> I eat so much macaroni and cheese. Mm, mm. God damn. All right. Mm. So I, I fucked the points. I, I did my diet this week. I, I, but I'm back on. I'm, I'm going to win this fucking fight. I'm not gonna be a. I'm not gonna be a fat mom, man. I'm trying. Let me tell you, my whole point in life. I just want to get through motherhood, without cutting my hair off entirely, and wearing culottes. Is it possible to get through this shit without being 
was like staying a person. <laughs> I just want to stay a person. All right, let me. Wait, uh, you mean you don't want? I don't like, want to be. <laughs> you don't want the Raquel Welch salsa wig. <laughs> I'm never haircut? wearing salsa. Don't you dare put me in a salsa. <laughs> if I buy a wig called salsa, it's over. Shit. See, but what if you don't need the wig? So you're saying you don't want to transition into not needing the wig and this just being your permanent look? Yeah, this is what happens. This is my nightmare right here of motherhood. <laughs> like, I'm so happy I'm in my salsa. Wait, let's look for a lamer hairdo. <laughs> I feel like there's even worse than this. Hold on. Hold on. That one's bad. Uh, upper left. The left. No, on that row. That one's shitty. Just click on the, the Princess Diana. She's got feathered on the top and then the long in the back. It's kind of like what Mrs. Brady had. That's bad. Mm, but and like extra, like a mullet version of, yeah, of the Brady Yeah, it's haircut. not good. This one's like the, the Reba. That McIntyre. one's cute. Yeah, this one's called applause. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking lame. All right, let me, I'm going to put up this, let's do some mom hacks first. Let me see how everybody's getting through this quarantine and what you guys have figured out to help you. Oh, can you do the mom hacks? Do the audios, the drops? Do we have uh, any? Yeah, we don't have an intro for the mom hacks, but we do have them for the rest of the stuff. Yeah, let's do it. It was fun. We haven't done it in a while. Let's see. If you can find it. Not, no, no like we don't have, like there was never one for mom hacks, but I could huh? do a, I could do a, a mom hack okay. voiceover type thing. Okay. Mom, mom hacks. <laughs> that was terrible. Was that good? Thank you. You like that? Nope. Didn't like it. All right. I'll continue to workshop that. <laughs> workshop <gasps> all right let's do some mom hacks i mean all of us are at home with our kids uh let me think of one i've you know what remains the best hack ever um is the hose you know what kids like the hose i also just buy balloons from amazon and we blow up balloons we fill up water balloons oh will you um google water balloons amazon multi just like multi-pack a friend of mine got Yay, that's it. Okay, click on that Zuru bunch. A friend of mine, shout out to Dr. Hawkman, got me a bunch of balloons on Amazon or any other brand, whatever. And it, what it does is you hook it up to the hose and it blows up like, you know, 50 water balloons at once. So you're not doing them individually. Dude, get yourself a, a, a package of these. Your kids will love, you know, you'll get at least an hour's worth of playtime out of them. And then they can play with the hose after. And then right now we've been throwing them in our driveway. <laughs> um, Ellis is a nudist and we make him wear underwear. And he and Juju just throw water balloons into our driveway like true white trash. And it is so much fun. Um, we've been doing that. Uh, bubbles. I buy bubbles for the kids. And that is like endless fun. And, you know, these are cheapy little toys on Amazon and I honestly I find that kids like that stuff more than the fancy stuff you know um than the fancy toys that they just blow through uh, you know in a fucking day anyways so this first mom hack I got was pretty great um so many of us are trying to work as our children are running around and this person wrote in that they put the crib sideways where is that picture native Oh, quarantine tent. Working from home during quarantine with a 10-month-old baby is tough. So here's a mom hack to distract the little turd for a bit. I turn the playpen on its side, put some pillows on the bottom with baby toys and books. On top, I put string lights between the mesh and the blanket. It's a cool little hangout. It's been two days, and my son hasn't destroyed it yet, and he destroys everything we give him. Keep my eye tight. Love you, Mommy Nina. This is fantastic. So... 
this is like a, it looks like a pack and play um it's like a, a pen that you put the kid in and she turned it on its side put some christmas lights on top and put some stuffed animals and books and stuff and yeah that's their little fort they love little forts and areas oh that's cute we have that scout that talking scout thing too very nice it looks like fun i wish i had one don't you wish you had a fort like this <laughs> hell yeah dude no i'm sure i could build one for me yeah i want one for me no yeah most of the games i played uh when i was little involved me and my brother hitting each other yeah we have that game too it's pretty fun the hitting game yeah, the shoving good, game it's good stuff <laughs> crying yeah hey speaking of uh how's your love life going so last week we discovered you and uh jewish sarah jewish sam sorry jewish sam how dare you sorry dare I. <laughs> we're a love match mm-hmm. and what what's going on well you know like uh now that the episode has come out uh she is aware that she is the winner Mm. Um, and but she's she very knew. excited. She knew she was the winner yeah. of your heart. Yeah, from the beginning, I think she probably knew. So what's been going on? Have you guys been DMing, sexting, dick picking? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. No, um, I don't. Tell me. We've uh, we've been messaging. Yeah, we've been we've been communicating. I love it. And uh, yeah, we're you know trying to figure out how we're going to get a second date going. Uh, with all this quarantine stuff don't but, uh, be don't be elusive with me listen your <laughs> love life is all i have i'm a married woman. it's all you have no you know what i mean <laughs> i don't get romance it's been 15 I, I haven't dated since friendster so i need friendster that's how that's when tom and i started Holy dating shit. yo i <laughs> haven't had it yeah <laughs> i haven't had a date in 15 years with a, a, a stranger mm. i haven't seen a different d and you know how many oh god 15 years i have touch a different person mm -hmm. d so okay so what are you what are you texting her are you romancing her are you like oh, sam i really like you, how your hair looked on the last zoom we did <laughs> well you know it's just like uh getting getting to know each other even more you know there was uh i i realized that i did uh there are some things about me that were very close to deal breakers for her no mm -hmm. like what <sighs> well this is something that not a lot of people know about me, Christina. You're transitioning? But I've never gotten a good reaction to this from anyone. Okay. This is a safe space, right? Of course. Okay. This takes a lot. This takes a lot for me. Oh, stop it. I'm not a huge fan of pizza. Oh, my God. And I'm not a huge fan of cakes. What? Mm -hmm. I don't even know you anymore. I know, man. Who it, are it, you? It, it it honestly upsets everyone that I tell. Well, and those are her two favorite foods. Well, of course, they're everybody's favorite foods. She, she went psycho. into she went into culinary school to learn how to make cupcakes. And with, you're not going to eat them? I told her that anyone that go that drives in a car specifically and only to get cupcakes deserves to get a brick thrown at their oh, face. Oh my god. I don't even know you. I just, I just fucking hate them. What? I just fucking hate them. What that do sponge, you? The sponge cake. I love it. I mean, uh, but then she also did kind of make a an interesting point that maybe it's just because I've had such traumatic birthdays or just experienced trauma on birthdays that's probably related to this or probably. probably causing this. Yeah. Do you not like frosting? I hate frosting. I re like I, honestly, it's what? like any any type of cake where you can say, "Ooh, give me the part with the flour on it." Throw that shit in the trash. Well, here's the deal. I agree with you. Like, there's 
Certain cake, like fondant, makes you want to vomit. Fondant? It's fondant. Is that, is that the It's the shit the they make. Yeah, it's the shit they make the, the colored mm-hmm. f- frostings out of, or like the hearts, or it could be, they can be made from fondant, which is like thick and grody. Like, I think you've maybe had cheap birthday cakes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah? Okay, so why don't you buy an expensive <laughs> birthday cake, and we'll see if I fucking enjoy it. Sorry, I'm getting really <laughs> aggressive. It's, it gets me... It gets me in a weird zone when people try and get me to eat cake. Okay, I'm not going to. It does sound emotional. It does yeah. sound emotional. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Don't, I don't know where it comes from. God, I need to get into therapy. You need to get into therapy a lot. <laughs> um, pizza, I've heard before. My father-in-law doesn't like pizza. I've, I've heard this before. Um, yeah. Cheese. Some people don't like cheese. Do you not like cheese? Uh, no, I, I like cheese. It's just something about the combination of just... Bread, cheese, and the tomato sauce. Oh my god, it's all I want in life. It's all that I have Look, to actively fight the urge to eat that all day, every day. But I mean, like, here's the thing, though. I think, I think, like, there's still hope for me because no. every now and then, like, look, I used to hate pickles when I was a kid. I love pickles. Now, I mean, I don't love them, but I'm okay with them. I don't ask for no pickles when I order hamburgers and stuff. Okay, you're evolving. I'm evolving, you know. It's. So I'm, back I'm to Sam. Human. Back to yeah. Sam. So you guys are discovering things. She's a foodie, mm-hmm. and so that's very disappointing to a foodie. But you eat everything else. You eat meat. You eat right. There's yeah, like ev- everything else. Like I, I just told her, I'm like, look, as far as food's concerned, no more surprises in that department. Okay. Um, have you gotten into like past relationship chat? Like, oh, what's your last girlfriend like? Blah blah blah. Mm, no. Mm. That's a yes in your line, but go ahead. No, it's not. No. You swear? I, yeah, we haven't. No, we haven't talked. I mean, because then that's just all through like text and stuff, and that's not. Okay. That's not a texting conversation. I don't think. God, this is itching. No, I know you're right. Once you see, so okay, so you're gonna set up your next date, and then I want, I want juicier updates from you. I want. I thought these updates were gonna happen off mic. That's what no. you promised me last time. I know I lie. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me some joy. Well, no, you know, I saw—I actually saw a lot of reaction and backlash that people were upset that I didn't—that I didn't pick Blakely. I liked Blakely too. Blakely was the middle, right? The med student. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the deal, though. I—I because I, I, I talked to Tom about this after, and I think <laughs> what it is, I loved Blakely, mm-hmm. and I think that on an energy like a, you know, how people have a certain energy and a frequency that we operate on. Mm-hmm. She was not the same energy. It—it's it, a very ubiquitous, like it's a. It's a feeling thing I have. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't the same le- jam, you know. Yeah. You guys will get along. She's a she's a winner. They're all winners. They're right. all winners. Right. But it's not for you. It's not necessarily your frequency. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Pl- you know, they're smart. Doctors are fucking too smart. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. <laughs> she's too smart. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's get Anything's back to possible. my... I'm so happy for you, though, and I'm glad that you and Jewish Sam are still talking, and I can't wait to hear more about your dates. Thank Yeah. Mm, give me my reward. <laughs> Other mommy hack. Hi, mommy. I'm a big fan of you and the true water champ. Thank you. When my oldest who is now nine, was big into Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, Christ. If you don't know Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, it's okay. I'm not going to shit on it entirely. It's like, it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside and fart in. It's like kind of annoying. No, that's the OG. That's the good one. Yeah. What they See, here's what they do. Which one was Britney? Which one did Britney and Justin Timberlake meet on? That's the Mickey Mouse Club. 
That's that's the later 90s version that they did. Mm. Okay. What they do now is because they believe that all these things were too much for kids, they, they sanitize it even further and they suck out any kind of fun or, or whatever uh, 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 inappropriateness or whatever and they distill it down to the Mickey Mouse clubhouse. So no sucking and fucking in this version? No, there's no young sucking and fucking between Brittany and... Was it Ryan Gosling? Let's look it up. Now oh, you got Ryan Gosling me. was in that too. Yeah, you're right. He's my true love too. Listen, if I'm allowed to have a crush, it is on Ryan Gosling. I don't know. I'm not sure. I know Justin Timberlake was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Let's see famous people. I know Ryan. What was that Ryan Gosling? There he is. Dude, he was a stud even back then. Look how cute he is. And that's Britney. I, I know. That is Britney Spears and Ryan Gosling in the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, there we go. Club. Gosling, Britney, Timberlake, whoever the hell these other four kids are. No. Can you imagine being in show business this early, though? I mean, that's really, that's tough. People don't realize this is work. You're working as a child. It's not cool. And here's what's crazy is that of the three that we know today, two of them seem kind of normal. You know, I I think Justin and and Gosling are kind of doing okay. I think so, too. I think from what I can tell, Ryan's the most perfect man alive besides my husband (laughs) i'm such a nerd i follow so first of all when tom goes on the road he hasn't in a while obviously i will watch ryan gosling movies when he's gone and just just i love him look at him he's a dad he's with that ava mendez oh this is the bet look at him he's shirtless in that movie with the the mouse the little uh, lobster looking girl what's her name Emma, Emma Emma Stone, not cute enough for him. <laughs> In real life, he's with Ava Mendez, and you put him with the lobster from the Muppet Show. This girl is not cute enough for him. Look at him. I mean, the guy is perfect. There's nobody. Oh my God, I he's a little pasty there, but I'll forgive him for that. Anyways, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, come inside and blah, blah, blah. I know, we watched this one. But even my Ellis got over it. He's like, this shit's lame, Mom. He was stuck on an episode where they made soup. I needed that kid to watch something other than the mouse. So I told him (laughs) that Mickey couldn't be on our TV because another family had their turn with Mickey and he couldn't be on two TVs at the same time. (laughs) He bought it and we moved on. Not to say that we never watched that episode again, but it left the option open. Thanks for keeping parenting real, Pat. You got it, Pat. That's pretty funny. He was nine. Oh, man. See, but I worry about misinformation at nine. (laughs) Because let me put it this way. My mother was the queen of misinformation. Like she would, but she was also severely mentally ill. But she would tell me things like, you don't want to order sushi in this summer. I'm like, why? Because the worms are all in the fish. The fish is full of worms. And I grew up believing this. And so when Tom and I were dating and he wanted to take me for sushi, I'd be like, what month is it? Oh, no, we can't have sushi in July. And he's like, why? Why? Because there are worms in the sushi. And he's like, what? Where did you hear that one? I'm like, my mom, he's like, that's so dumb. It comes frozen. What, this, what? Do they not have ice back in the 80s? I'm like, oh, yeah. So I do worry about misinformation because <laughs> dummies like me will continue to repeat the things you tell. You told me when I was uh, a little kid. 
trying to think of what other ones she used to tell me. Oh, she, um, she was convinced that you couldn't put lotion on your palms. She said, there are sweat glands on the palms. You don't want to cover it with lotion. It's going to plug up the sweat glands. You can only put lotion. And she would do this. You put lotion on the back of your hands. And then you do like this. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Who the fuck is... I'm like, it is that's such an insane thing to say. I'm like, okay, you keep doing that. Uh, uh, to this day, I slathered on everywhere. But... One thing that she was right about and that I think about almost every night when I, I, I take off my clothes and I get my pajamas on, my mother was very adamant that you must let your vagina breathe. You let your vagina breathe. You must not wear panties to bed. And I, to this day, I let my vagina breathe at night because I, can't, I hate wearing underwear to sleep. It's, the, it's so gross. It rides up and, and it does just put a chokehold on your meow. Why not let her breathe? Now, I totally agree with that. I think You sleep, let your junk breathe. I think sleeping naked's amazing. It feels great. But I always have this fear in the back of my head. Earthquake? Yep. There's going to be an earthquake and I'm going to not be able to find my underwear by the time the building starts caving in. So I need to just bolt. What building are you living in that you're afraid? Are you in Jerusalem? No, I'm Where? in an apartment building. <laughs> what part of the... Yeah, but it's that very was like rare. That was built in like the 30s. I don't know. Oh. Like, it's like like they're, they recently were just like, hey, just so you know, uh, everyone's going to lose their parking spot soon because we need to do earthquake reinforcements. Good. But it's like... Child, let me tell you something. I want to start sleeping with underwear. I know, but let me tell you something. When the, when the 94 earthquake happened here in the San Fernando Valley... Uh, unless you're at the epicenter like you're in where it starts it's not likely your building will entirely collapse like what's likely going to happen is everyone's going to end up in the street and you're going to see your neighbors <laughs> so <laughs> you know, yep. always keep shoes by the bed i'm big on mm, that okay and i keep a bra next to the bed like a just a oh. throw-on bra because i don't want my tits flippity flopping around the house what about your cooch I don't fuck. I don't give a fuck about my. Co- my fucking Hold on. I don't give so a shit you're about gonna my Donald Duck it in the middle of like an earthquake oh, in the no, middle. No, boo 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 boo. I don't wear underwear under my jammies. I have jammy pants, uh, but I don't wear underwear because my vagina is breathing. <laughs> is that an impression? Oh, there she is, breathing down there. <laughs> Could you imagine? I've seen vaginas that haven't ever breathed. You can tell when a woman is all too tight. A lot of those Kardashian girls, their pants are too tight, and that's going to give you an infection. Yeah, their clothes are too tight, and their vaginas are not breathing. Okay. You don't think Chloe's uh, vagina is breathing? Her vagina is not breathing right now. But her boobs look great. She looks great. I'm so jealous. Yeah, she's lost so much weight. She looks fantastic. You know what we should do? Let's do some What Would Christina P. Do? Do you have the drop for that? Ooh, we have. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for this one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. <laughs> what would Christina P. do? <laughs> that announcer's so dumb. Mom answers. Okay, what would Christina P. do? Okay, my husband begs me to sing happy birthday to people through the phone. If it's his friend's birthday, help. This is not okay, right? I would immediately delete a voicemail 
if I heard someone start singing happy, how do I tell him that everyone hates that? Ugh, I feel like that super intense coked out guy from Superbad. No one needs that. Or else I'm just a cynical piece of shit and I am okay with that. Kelly Stevens. Kelly, I agree with you 100%. It is I can't I can't delete those voicemails fast enough too when somebody's singing to me I think the most uncomfortable thing is being sung sung to is that grandma I don't know but when someone fucking looks at me in the eye and sings to me it makes me want to crawl out of my skin um I hate it I fucking hate it now the only thing that's acceptable is to have people sing to you as you blow out your birthday cake but through the phone is right. I feel like through the phone is right. it's, it's, it's a so fucking embarrassing. Like at like at the restaurant. Oh my! The God. waiters is just like, look, I know you hate saying this to me. I hate listening to it. Let's just hate oh this together. Oh my God! Yeah. Um. Although I feel like my my family definitely still sings to each other uh, through the phone. God, there's nothing worse than that. Well, yeah. You. I mean, then you get called like a bad member of the family if you don't do it. Yeah. No, Kelly, you're right. It's it's terrible. It's rough. it's rough. Yeah, how would you handle this? What is it? What does she have to tell him that I, I tell? How do I tell him that everyone hates that? <laughs> well, here's the problem. Maybe like that. <laughs> now, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, here's the problem, sweet lamb. Let me tell you something. There's two kinds of people in this world. There's sweet people like your um, husband who they do things like they remember birthdays and they send cards to people. And um, and they sing happy birthday to others. And they're sweet, kind, loving people that make this world go round. And then they're cynical pieces of shit like us that don't enjoy things you're supposed to enjoy. And what you do, I hate to say it, is you go along with the nice people. You know why? Because that kind of decency and that kind of show of humanity and goodness is what is what makes good prevail over evil, over cynicism. You must always go to the light, Carol Ann, not to the dark. Go to the light. Always go. So even though it pains us as cynical pieces of garbage to do stuff like that, you go along for the ride because it's the right thing to do. You suck it up or you do it your way. I, for instance, I don't like to sing normal. I, will, I would sing it in a silly voice. That way it's fun for you and you, you know what I mean? You do it your way, but you still do it. You still do it because it's the right thing to do. There you go. Great advice. Don't you think? Absolutely, yeah. If you're being forced to do something that you hate, try and figure out a way to make it so that you hate it less. Yeah, because what I've learned in life is that it's same shit, different toilet. Nobody's saying anything truly new or truly innovative. It's all the same stuff over and over. So if you just do it your way, that's all there is, is doing it your way, right? Elon Musk naming his kid AE157. Bitch, that ain't new. Celebrities have been doing crazy names since the beginning. But, you know, everyone thinks it's new because they haven't seen it in five minutes. Okay. Our cam girls cheating. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. And my brain were best friends. Oh, good. Just a question. Is Tom allowed to watch live webcam girls? I consider it cheating, but my hubby thinks it's just like porn as long as you're not interacting with them. What's the point then, right? Just watch porn then, right? Porn is wonderful, but I think it's a slippery slope when it's live. Your thoughts. Thanks, mommy. Love. Allie. A-L-I-E. Um, yeah, I got to say, girl, uh, porn to me is acceptable. It's a fantasy. But when the girl can interact back, it is definitely a form of cheating. I don't think you should be allowed to sext 
you know, whatever, send pictures and interact with said person. Because then it gets out of the fantasy. I mean, it still is within a fantasy because we're a webcam girl. But it, yeah, it is. It's fucking cheating. Guys, what do you think? What's the, give me the consensus. Um, Zolo. I, w- I would you. agree with and, that. And, and, and right, it's cheating. Zolo, it's cheating. You're, you're of yeah, this Zola, generation. You're the youngest. <laughs> yeah, I've never really thought about it before, but my gut instinct says it's not okay. It's not, right? And I think that's always where you go. If, if it feels, Nadav, if it feels like a doubt, yeah, it's if a it, doubt. If it's a doubt, it's, it's a, a don't. don't. And it's, yeah, because it's, watching porn isn't cheating because there's no way for feelings to get exchanged. Yeah. But once there's an actual person on the other end of it that you could interact with, that's uh, it's like a slippery slope. You know, it's Pandora's box. Who knows what Pan- other Pandora's coochie box? Oh, Pandora's hey. pussy! Yay! Hey. I do think that here's always with. Tom. I mean, Tom is not a strip club guy, but I always felt like, listen, motherfucker, if I hear that you're giving a dime to one of these hoes, these strippers, or any like web, I, I will be so pissed. Not because it's cheating, but because that's my money. That you're, you know, what I'm saying like. That's the family's money, and you're giving it to some webcam hoe or to some, like, stripper. Okay, so getting a lap dance is also cheating. Uh, If I'm there, no. If I'm there, and it's like, but he and I are not into that stuff so much. Because we always get, no, we we have done it, like, a million years ago. Mm -hmm. And it always ends up sad. Like, it's never, (laughs) you're like, let's go to a strip club, it'll be fun. And then you're like, that. That person has a parent. Parents. <laughs> Strippers are the happiest people on earth, Christina. <laughs> just coming from good, full, wholesome uh, households. No, <laughs> it always makes me so depressed. But um, that's how I see it. Honestly, it's not so much the the cheating part, but that it's taking resources away from your family, from your children, and giving it to someone Ooh. else. So, Fuck are you that. saying that uh, if you're married, you can't have a like a paid porn prescription? Uh, I subscription know either? that's interesting too. Um, God, that feels like to- it feels like it's on the line. Because like sometimes it's like you just want luxurious stuff. Because you're like, I don't want that free porn. That's like the still water of porn. You know, you want that sparkling water porn. I guess that you pay for. Only fans, as they say. Well, I mean, Only Fans is still like uh, we're getting closer to like the cam girl stuff again. You know, where it's yeah. like a specific. Per- I don't but know see, if you interact that's... with it. I've never been on that. But stuff. that's what I'm saying. Like subscription level porn feels sad. Just like free porn is fine. Subscription feels dark and sad. (laughs) If we're going on feelings. Right, because then it's like, oh, this is no longer a spur of the moment thing. You are committing to this. That's we don't do it anymore. Like my wife hasn't touched me in years. I've Mm got to subscribe. I don't know. But I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. I don't think Tom, I've asked him. I don't think he does. Mm. I don't fucking know. I mean, if there's enough free stuff, why are you paying to jack your, to J or D? Right. All right. Do we have any, um, what would Christina do? Voicemails? No, just emails. Just, okay. The other one. Okay. Um, here we go. Sexual manipulation. How do I get my wife to use sex as a manipulation tool? (laughs) You gotta refer her to me, man. I've tried being extra helpful after sex, but it hasn't made a noticeable difference. Should I go the other way and be extra unhelpful? Love you guys. Keep behind tight. Jeff. God damn, I know. You know, what's that saying? When the person is ready, the master appears. When the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Meaning, mm. yeah, she ain't ready for this kind of varsity level manipulation. 
you got to refer her to me sneakily. You, here, here's what you do. You got to find like a clip uh, of me talking about manipulating your spouse sexually and just see how she reacts to it and be like, what? How did this come on? Like, you know what I mean? Be like, what? Have you heard? Have you seen this girl talking about this? That's so crazy. It would totally work. Like just I would jokey put it in. Wow. So you are going to manipulate your spouse into manipulating you. A hundred percent. What a world. What a time 100%. to be alive. Actually, that is kind of because you could totally do this in a way where it's just like, hey, you know, I know we're married. This is a great new relationship show that I'm into. Yeah. Here, this is, I, I think you should start watching Where My Mom's At. And then I think you should start at this episode. Yeah. And the episode is the episode where you talk about manipulation. hundred percent. And then maybe that starts planning ideas. A hundred percent. And um, yeah. Or you know what you do? You joke about it. Next time she asks you to do a chore, be like, okay, 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 here you go. Uh, she's like, okay, babe. She's like, babe, can you do dishes? Be like, I'll tell you what. I'll not only do the dishes, but I'll, um, I'll take out the trash if you give me a beach tonight. And then she'll laugh and be like, what? I'm like, no, I'm fucking serious. Like you, <laughs> you kind of, you do it as a joke. Listen, joking is really the best way to get everything you want in life. It's like the easiest way to slip it in there. Yeah, but I'd say just refer her to my podcast and eventually she'll she'll start to get into my ways. If she's cool, but if she's not into sex, then that's, you know, that's on you. You got to get her drunk too. Okay. Oh, uh, butthole follow-up. What was that about? Let's see. Um, oh, here's a butthole follow-up. Hi, Jeans. I have a five-year-old boy and he also loves talking about buttholes. He likes looking at the cat's buttholes and talking about them. He also talks about putting things inside of buttholes. One time he came up to me and told me to smell it. He had a tiny little toy that he decided to put up his butt and he thought it would be funny for mommy to smell it. <laughs> it was gross and I was repulsed. Uh, we washed our hands and the poopy toy was thrown in the trash. We are keeping them high and tight. Love your show, Kelsey. Yeah, there you go. So apparently very healthy, very normal for children to be obsessed with buttholes. And some of us never stop being obsessed with buttholes and we build entire careers joking about our buttholes. Oh, we have a voicemail follow-up. Hi, Mommy. Uh, my name is Tracy and all this butt talk makes me laugh my ass off. My son is almost 16, but when he was four, I would walk in and out, you know, it's frequently while he was taking a bath. And I noticed that his finger was down below. And I said, what are you doing, babe? And he goes, um, I got my finger up my butt. And <laughs> I said, why? He goes, mm, wanted to see what it felt like. And it feels pretty good. That lasted about eight months. And I, to my knowledge, he hasn't done it since. But he just wanted to see what it felt like and what could go up there. Anyway, have a good day, Mommy. <laughs> All good. All good. And uh, lately he's been asking me, can I fart on daddy's head? And I go, yeah, absolutely. And then he goes, but this one's specific. He's like, can I pee on daddy's clothes? And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't pee on anybody's stuff. You may fart on daddy's head. You may sit on daddy's head, but you may not urinate on anybody's belongings. I think that's the line, right? Does he ask why? What do you mean? He's like, oh. why can I fart on him, but I can't pee on him? Oh, no, sweetie. You know, he's four. He doesn't think, like, logically like that. He just knows that mommy says yes and no to stuff, and that's the rule. 
Mm. He'll figure that out later when he's 30. He's like, wait, mom, why did you let me fart on dad's head? But they don't start saying why before 30? No, they say why a lot. <laughs> but they don't do, do, like, he won't make those kind of uh, parallels, mm. parallel reasoning or whatever. Oh, so you're in the sweet spot. That's it's great. In the sweet spot, bros. Yeah, but he loves his beehole. And he loves the dog's butthole, too. The other day, he took his uh, pants off, and he was naked, and he was rubbing his butt along the carpet. And he's like, just like Bitsy, just like Bitsy. <laughs> it's really funny. It was real. I wish I had a video. Yeah, that's my kids. Those are my kids. The other one will get into it. He's too. He's going to be too pretty soon. Okay, so, oh, we have follow-ups. More voicemails. Let's hear those. Hey, Mommy. My name is Brandon, and uh, after listening to last week's episode, I realized that I got a dad that's part of the group that's non-binary. He, uh, he changed twice. And he was a woman when I was 10 years old, then he went back into a man at 13, and then he decided to be a woman again at my, when I was 23, and he's currently a woman now, and I'm 30. So, yeah, I just want to say there's a jump of the scale. People go back and forth all the time. you got to watch what you do with your genitals. Mm. So, yeah, keep in mind tight. Love you, Mom. Interesting. How fa- I would love to talk more to that guy, um, what that's got to be like. Yeah, so. I mean, we uh, we have his number. We'll we'll try and reach Let's, out and yeah. see if he wants to talk a little bit. Uh, this is apropos our discussion last week about um, <laughs> that my favorite TikTok. Do you have it on deck by any chance? If not, no pressure. Sorry, can you say that again? Do you have that TikTok of the woman, who's, uh, the them who's trans mask? Um, yeah, let me try and pull it up. It's so fucking amazing. There was a TikTok I found of um it was a it was a girl that had a beard although she doesn't identify as a girl anymore and she was explaining that sorry they were explaining their gender expression and i was (laughs) i was just i'm like wow there's so much going on here and you know as a parent it's like what fine it's all good it's all gravy um but just i'm always concerned about people augmenting their physical bodies at a very young age maybe cutting off their genitals um maybe taking testosterone before they're adults because you don't know what puberty brings and what if you change your mind and how's that going to screw with you later because if you're non-binary it means that your gender is in flux so you know gosh all this hormonal stuff is potentially very damaging and i just worry about like what if you change your mind so play this talk again i just love her them hey so there's something i want to talk about relatively quickly before i dive into a bunch of videos and education So I am non-binary, but I am also trans mask. What that means for me is that I'm not a trans man. I am not a man, but my identity is centered around a masculine set of traits. I love my beard. I love having a flat chest and I really like being perceived as somebody who's masculine, but I'm not a man and I'm not a woman. So I'm a non-binary, and that's how I perceive and feel okay, hold my on. I think my head right. just exploded. I can't. I watch it again, and my 43-year-old mom brain just goes, what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand. Um, anyway, that's the, that's the talk that that gentleman was uh, leaving a voice. So his dad went through back and forth and back and forth. So, yeah, it changes. And, you know, if, you, if you're a parent to a non-binary kid, my heart goes out to you because you, I guess, you know, you want them to be happy. You want them to feel good in their skin, but it's like, 
you know, do you let them start hormones when they're 10 years old or whatever before puberty begins? Do you let them go as far as they want before they're fully realized adults? I think that's that's the, the parental angle on all of this. All right. What do we have another voicemail follow up, mommy? No, yeah, we have uh we have a couple more. Great. Hey, Christina. I was listening to how your um was your your dad's wife or your stepmom, Susan, would wanted to watch you breastfeed. After I had my baby, she's going to be 2 in November. My mother-in-law did the same thing. She was like, "Can I watch?" And I'll be honest with you, I was so out of it. I was like, fuck, go ahead. Go ahead and watch. And I'm going to tell you, like, you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, you look over in the corner of the room and you feel like someone's watching you? That's what it fucking felt like. Like, it was my second night home from the hospital. I'm sitting there in the bed trying to get the stupid fucking breastfeeding pillow right, which I don't understand how anybody uses that right. It it didn't work for me. I was like a hunchback of Notre Dame. Serious. trying to use it but my mother-in-law was there and she just fucking sat there in the corner and uh my master bedroom is, is kind of big so like i'm on the bed and she's like 10 feet away in the corner just like watching me and i don't know why i usually don't call in or you know i just listen but when i heard that story i was like holy shit i wonder if this is a common thing because my mother-in-law did it <laughs> yeah i just had to call in because that's so crazy <laughs> uh yes it's crazy so what she's referring to is a story I told on the Honeydew with Ryan Sickler this week, um, last week, where um, uh, not my fucking stepmom, just one of my dad's girlfriends at the time, but, which makes it even more egregious. Like, not I'm not even related to you. This woman that my, my um, dad was dating asked to watch me breastfeed Ellis when I first had my kid. Like, I'm in the hospital. It's like day two of his life. And I'm like, they're visiting and um, it was time for them to leave because I decided it was time for them to leave because <laughs> I had to breastfeed my son. And I was like, okay, guys, well, I'm going to breastfeed. So see you later. And she goes, oh, can I watch? <laughs> I'm like, what? Is that even a thing that other adult women who you're not related to can watch? Like I've, I've had friends who were breastfeeding, like they would come over and, you know, breastfeed their babies. Um, just in front of me like we're having a conversation and they're like plop and that's normal but when it's somebody you don't know it's like extremely uncomfortable so I refused um, that night but that day and I I wonder is it a common thing that older women want to watch you breastfeed and I think part of it is because it is nostalgic I understand because like there are many elements of breastfeeding I I loved you love the, the intimacy the closeness that you and your baby are having and I just wish all the other stuff didn't come along with breastfeeding because I really enjoyed the closeness to both my babies um, doing that but the stuff around breastfeeding is a nightmare I agree that stupid boppy would you google boppy pillow I think this is the one she's probably referring to it looks like a half donut or donut and like dude I could never get that thing to work for me either some women swear by it I personally cannot either I don't know see that woman look how happy she is using the boppy none of those things worked for me I would just have to like I just put a regular pillow a soft 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 one on my lap and that's how my baby would um, breastfeed with me but uh, yeah can I watch can I watch so bizarre it's so and even when I did have like really close friends breastfeed in front of me when they were visiting my house I would never look 
you know, because you you maintain eye contact when a woman is breastfeeding in front of you. You don't go like, cool, let me watch. You don't. You look in their eyes and you pretend like they're not breastfeeding their kid. Right. That's the fucking rule. Or like when your friends come over and you're in a bathing suit swimming, you don't look at their fat fucking bodies. You pretend like you're not noticing. God. <sighs> OK, give me another voicemail. OK, here's uh, here's the last follow up voicemail. Hey, Christina. Um, this is Julie. I'm a behavior analyst and I was just listening to one of the podcasts and I've heard you say it a couple of different times about bribery. And I wanted to let you know that according to behavior analysis, what you are doing is not bribing. Hmm. Because bribery is that you are given something first before the behavior has to occur. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, when, like, I give examples of, oh, here, I'm going to give you the iPad if you will sit here at the table and be quiet. Hmm. That's a bribe. Because they didn't have to do any behavior to earn the reinforcement. Mm. So like when you do things, like if you let me sleep during Toy Story, I'm going to give you ice cream, you are actually using positive reinforcement, which is a very good thing to do, and it's not a bribe. So a bribe is you're given the reinforcement before the behavior occurs. Bye. Thank you. As usual, I'm a perfect parent. I'm doing everything right. I appreciate that kind of validation. <laughs> <laughs> perfect in every way shape and form thank you for that voicemail um general questions oh that's exciting two voicemails okay let's hear them go for it mommy hey mommy uh, it's johnny. Hey, johnny um i just wanted to ask a question mm -hmm. uh how did you and tom uh, realize you're both in love i wanted to oh. know what was the story for that because i know you guys met when you were um well, when mommy was at the club and not really seeing that lawyer guy anymore and looking around. But I want to know, what was that moment where you guys were like, okay, we got to do this. All right. Thank you. And stay high and tight. What a sweet question. What a sweet little question. Okay. Um, so, yes, we met at the Cat Club, which no longer exists on Sunset Strip. That's the first time we met just as people. And then we started dating because... Oh, this is a good topic I got to get to as well. We started dating uh, because what I did, I was with the, the lawyer, yes, and we'd uh, broken up. And what I did was throw a little birdie. This is what I like to do. I, I, it's like when a woman drops her white hanky back in the olden days and then the gentleman caller picks up the hanky. So I did is I sent a message through a mutual friend and I said, hey, let Tom Segura know that I'm single and I like what I see. <laughs> That's all I fucking said. It wasn't, it, it was just like, listen, a lady has to let a, a man know, hey man, I'm interested. I think you're good. Cause Tom was kind of oblivious back then. He's the sweetest guy on the planet. And he's so respectful that I don't know that he would have made a move had I not kind of, you know, dangled a little a hanky. So we started dating and, um, I think the moment we both knew we had something special, and this is going to sound like a joke, and it's not a joke. Google Nadav, Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man, a documentary about Timothy Treadwell, this mentally ill person, <laughs> this weird guy who believed that he was preserving the bears on this nature reserve 
in Alaska, and he would go live with bears every season. <laughs> and eventually, believe it or not, Timothy Treadwell got eaten by the very bears that he felt he was protecting. Like, so clearly a diminished capacity human. And <laughs> TikToked to the max, if you know what I'm saying. And so this is a Werner Herzog documentary, Grizzly Man. It's it's really a great, it's Werner Herzog, so it's really good. Tom and I went in the theater to see this movie. This was like our, a few dates in. So we're dating, we're dating, we're dating. And there's a part where this helicopter pilot is talking about Timothy Treadwell, the man who eventually gets eaten by the bears. And <laughs> the helicopter pilot goes, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he seemed real slow, uh, we all just thought he was retarded. And Tom and I started laughing out loud in this movie theater together, like laughing out loud. And we we're the only two fucking creepers laughing at that line because the guy had been eaten by a bear. But he and I looked at each other and I think it was that, that's the moment. And I swear this is not a jokey, jokey thing. We, we talk about this as the moment that we both knew we were right for each other. <laughs> cut to you know 15 years later and we do a podcast together where we watch horrible things and high five each other and laugh so it really has been the glue in our relationship to which i say find somebody you have that core core stuff with <laughs> like i always liken it to being in a cafe with somebody when you're back when we can go out when we could be in public like if you can sit with somebody in a cafe for hours and talk and then just be quiet and then out of nowhere go, oh my God, do you see that? And the other person goes, oh my God, of course, look at that fucking maniac. And you guys know exactly who the other person's referring to without having to get into detail. They're like, don't you see that? The guy with the, he's talking to himself over there. He's got a guitar and he's, you know, he's, it's a woman with the beard. You don't fucking see that? That's what I'm saying. That is a world view, a shared world view. If you can have that with another human being, it's going to be a lot easier. If you share a reality, a distinct version of reality, it doesn't have to be the right one, just a reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what, that's when we knew. And then, uh, I think one time he had, he had gotten sick and he was over at my house and he had a cold. And I made him chicken paprikash. This is my favorite dish in Hungarian, paprikash jerky. And I made it for him, and he felt better after he ate it. And I knew that's when I knew I really, really, really felt something for this guy. And he also knew it too. I think that's when was another turning point. Is when, uh, but but here's the deal, man. I got to refer women to this book. It's called Why Men Love Bitches. It sounds like a stupid book, and it is one of those dumb catchy title why men love bitches look at this book title this is for any woman listening who's like there you go and why men marry bitches if you're a woman and you're like why do i keep attracting these guys that just take advantage of me why do i keep how come i can't find a good one blah 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 read this book it is absolute like clickbaity type book thing but she is fucking right i read this before i met tom and i think that's why we ended up together in, in part why men love bitches Basically, her thesis is that being a, quote, bitch is a woman that has dignity, boundaries, self-respect. You're not going to give away everything to just any guy uh, that you're dating, right? And especially in this culture today, I know I sound like I'm 80 years old, but this swipe right culture on humans, it's fucking insane. It's insanity to me that the uh, women 
are just giving their their sex their vaginas up to a guy like oh you just swiped yeah come over i'll give you my vagina it's fucking insanity and then they the same women cry that they can't find good men well yeah because you're giving away uh, uh your power that's that's the whole power that's what you your vagina is how you manipulate men into doing stuff for you dummy we used to have that power and we don't anymore um so this book will teach you how to regain that power um so when i say that i cooked for tom when he was sick it's because we had already been dating for uh two or three months and he had already shown me that we were monogamous we were together that he had good intentions with me he had kind of i don't want to say earned it but like it was it was appropriate and i would not fucking make that dit that dish for just any you know any guy who came over that was love that was a sign that i loved him and that was a sign that he was you know he was in it to win it because i don't make that dish for anybody okay Chirke paprikash is a sacred dish I make for my family only. This is special shit, okay? Because I do, I'm fucking old school. And people ask me, Christina, how do you have a good relationship? How are you married for so I'll tell you, ladies, because you have to take care of each other. You must take care of each other. Treat each other with dignity. And you know what guys like? It's very simple. If you marry a regular guy, don't marry an interesting guy. Don't you dare marry uh, you know, the guy with feelings and the guy that is writing you songs and poetry. Don't even marry that guy unless you want drama. Marry a regular guy. Regular guys like sandwiches and blowjobs and football. That's it. And your life is going to be a lot cleaner. I'm telling you, simple. Simple, simple. Marry a normal. Don't marry the guy with all the baggage, all the emotional shit with his mom. Don't, don't even do it. And I'll tell you that if you put a plate of food in front of a man, that is the ultimate sign of love, right? What, what more approval is that, that I made this for you? I put this down in front of you and I do that for him. Not all the time, not every day, but uh, you know, you got to treat him, treat each other nice, but that's only because he treats me nicely, right? Which we have mutual respect and love. So there you go. That's enough pontificating. Uh, I don't know much in life. Here's what I know. Raquel Welch wigs, very good quality. You're gonna, you're going to avoid the salsa. You don't want to buy that one. Will you? Let me tell you guys which. Google Raquel Welch purple wig, and then I'll tell you exactly the name of this for some of you watching. And I again, I'm not getting a kickback. I don't represent this company. They're not paying me. That one's wavy. Oh my god, that's so lame. No, Google that one. Search for purple. Where is she? She's in there. She's in there. Purple wig. Here she goes. Let's find her. Anyway, it's a Raquel Welch purple wig. Scroll down, scroll down. Oh, it didn't show up. Interesting. Please don't tell me she's sold out already. No, that one's too dark. But anyway, if you want this wig, it's on the, you know, Google that shit, Raquel Welch. I know wigs and I know how to take care of my husband who's a regular guy. I didn't marry the interesting ones that I dated before. You don't want that. Just marry a regular and you're going to be really happy. All right, guys. Uh, so if you want to email me, where my mom's at at gmail.com, phone number 213-375-1693. If you want to leave me a voicemail, tell a story, share your mom hack, share your mom fail. Uh, what would Christina P do? Ask me advice. Give me anything right now. In this time of quarantine, we need to stick together and get through this nonsense. So until next time, stay cool, moms. All right, bye. I love you. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. 
Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P.